This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's continue talking college basketball and pro hoops with Ben Wittenstein. He handles NBA social media and betting for stadium. Also covers college sports betting with the Believe Network. Ben, thanks for being with us here on this Friday morning. And let me just throw this out before we get into some of your pictures, some of the games that you like. Can you see a scenario in which Georgetown becomes a college basketball power or even competitive again? Yeah, I, I 100% think so. Uh, and thanks again for, for having me on. But I think, especially for college basketball, I think with a team that has the, the namestay that Georgetown has and the history that they have, I, I don't see a reason why they can't become another powerhouse again and become, you know, kind of in the same conversations when we start talking about Blue Bloods. And, you know, maybe this is coming from the Indiana fan in me because it's kind of a similar similar direction that I hope the Indiana program takes where it's like, hey, we can become great again. I think Georgetown can absolutely have the same type of path, I think, especially with the with the names that have come out of that program. Um, people People are – easy to forget things and and i think down the road you'll have kids who are going into college basketball who don't see georgetown as a terrible team anymore but maybe a team that's up and coming and i think once they get that snowball rolling it should be pretty easy to get kids to go there well you mentioned you're an indiana guy and those hoosiers are meeting maryland tonight in the big 10 tournament indiana the three seed in the big 10 do you have a play in this game I was honestly a little surprised to see how low of a line it was. Um, take them in a lot of places. You maybe can get minus one for Indiana at some places. I, I like IU in this game. I really do. I know their one game against Maryland this season, they, they lost on the road. And, and playing at Maryland's a really tough environment. But this is a different Indiana team. You've seen the emergence of Jalen Hachifino, who can finally help out Trace Jackson Davis, who, if you watched Indiana all season long, he's been great, but he needs help. And – Jalen Hutchifino's emergence offensively has been huge for him. Um, I, I like IU to win this game. I don't have a big play on the total, but Indiana's had a very sketchy past in the Big Ten tournament, and I think this could finally be the year they shake that bad history and at least win their first game, make it to Friday, maybe even make it to Saturday. But with such a low line, I, I really do like Indiana here. I think they're going to be able to pound Maryland on the boards. They're going to be able to pound Maryland down low and at least get some help outside from uh, Miller Cop and Jalen Pichmino. I was really interested to hear your take on that game because the angle for me is Maryland was so good at home, but terrible away from home. 16-1 and at home, 2-9 and away from their home court. When you see teams like that that are playing on a neutral court, does that go into the handicap? 
Absolutely. And I'm from Chicago. And, and let me tell you, I'm not the only IU alum in Chicago. It is an absolutely Indiana filled city. And that, that stadium at the United Center is going to be packed with probably mostly Indiana fans. And, you know, nothing, no shade against Maryland, but they don't have as huge of a base in Chicago. They don't have as huge of a fan base. So, if anything, it honestly might be closer to a home game for Indiana than even a neutral site game. So that makes me like IU even more. And, and the fact that Maryland does struggle away from home, away from D.C., is, is even more of a reason that I like IU here. Ben, we were talking about this earlier on the show when it comes to betting these, these tournament games, these conference tournament games, because there seems to be so much chaos. That's why it's called March Madness. But there's so many factors that you don't necessarily have to take into account when it comes to the conference tournaments, because you are talking about neutral sites. You're talking about teams playing on the back end of a back-to-back. You're talking about teams that are motivated, teams that aren't motivated. Do you handicap games differently this time of year, or do you just sort of trust your own process? You know, it's kind of half and half. I think I try to handicap them a a little different come tournament time because the motivations for some of these teams might be different. You might have a a high-seeded team that is pretty solidified and pretty happy where they're probably going to be come March Madness. They know they're going to be in the tournament. They know they're going to be, you know, maybe a three or four seed, and they really don't have anything to play more for that. So maybe the motivation there is a little bit less. Maybe it's, you know, we just don't want to get injured, and they're playing a team that, is trying to get into the tournament. So I think motivation is a huge factor come come conference tournament time. And then I try to look at, you know, how the team's been playing in the last five, six, seven games. You know, there's a lot of teams in these conference tournaments that, for whatever reason, they finally found their hot shooting streak or they kind of figured it out towards the end of the year. Um, and so I try to look at more how teams are coming into the tournament than anything else. I think motivation is a huge factor. Um, and then location too, you know, similar what we were just talking about for IU, you know, it's not, it's a neutral site game, but a lot of these schools have really big fan bases in, in some of these cities. So it may be more of a home game for some of these teams than a neutral site game. So I try to kind of factor in a, a couple different things to handicap, which is a little different than a regular season game. So I think you just kind of have to open it up to the different factors more than you would for kind of a normal game. Let's stay in the Big Ten, because I think there's several interesting games today. First of all, you got Purdue and Rutgers. Purdue's been terrible at covering numbers. They're laying six and a half. Uh, we have Ohio State, who I didn't think was that good, but all of a sudden they've gone on this run. They're getting four points against Michigan State. What are the games that have stuck out to you, and do you think there are any interesting betting angles on today's action in the Big Ten? Yeah, uh, interesting, I think, is a really good word for, for this bet that I kind of like for the uh, Ohio State-Michigan State game. Because like you said, Michigan State's you know, laying four. It's a solid number. I, I honestly wouldn't hate taking Ohio State at that number, um, to be quite honest. They've just been – this is one of those teams that's just been playing hot. They, they look really good for their past five, six, seven games, especially in the tournament so far. They look really good. And I think this is the Ohio State team that people expected back in – November, December to show up and, and really struggle throughout the, the middle of the season. I think we're finally starting to see that Ohio State team. But I really like Ohio State first half. I like them first half in this game. You can get them at plus two at most places. I think that's a really interesting angle to this one. I think they've played two games already. This is going to be the third game. They're young. They're college guys. But still, you're going you're gonna to get some wear and tear playing three games in, in three days. But I think Ohio State's been playing so well recently. They're going to have a good first half. 
in the second half, we might see Michigan State finally pull away. I mean, we, we know how well Michigan State has played, especially since February. This is a team that's really hot offensively. I think they, they might have Ohio State's number yet again in the second half. But, but the Buckeyes should be able to stay with them for a half. So I really do like Ohio State first half plus two, especially since you're getting two points. Purdue Rutgers, I, I just want to bet Rutgers for this game. I, Indiana guy, I don't love Purdue. I, I don't think Purdue's as good as a lot of people say as well. I think people around Zach Eady can be very inconsistent. So if I can get five and a half, five points with Rutgers, a, a team that's really, really good defensively, I'll take Rutgers at, at plus six and give me Ohio State first half. So I have a question, Ben, when it comes to the Big Ten, and I wanted to ask you, if you haven't handicapped that game, we can certainly transfer or transition to another one. But we've got a, a Penn State fan on this show in Double D, one of our producers here, and they're taking on Northwestern. But Northwestern is, is fascinating because Chris Collins was on the hot seat. All of a sudden, they come alive. They're a great defending team. And this line opened as a pick -em. Now we're seeing money come in on the Wildcats. Do you have a side here? It, this one is tough, and I, I do love March when yeah. Northwestern is, is in the tournament. I, March in, in the tournament with Northwestern playing well for whatever reason is just really fun because, you know, they're a Big Ten team, but they're kind of everyone's favorite underdogs at times because they just they play hard. They're a really good defensive team this season. Penn State, on the other end, they are really good offensively, and they have been really good offensively. The last time these two guys played, Penn State shot lights out against Northwestern on the road. So, I mean, my thing in this game is, like, who's – Who's going to dictate this game? Who's going to dictate the pace? Who's going to dictate the shooting? If Northwestern's defense can come in and, and hold Penn State and hold Penn State shooting, they've got a really good chance to win. This is kind of a classic revenge game for, for Northwestern. If their defense comes in and, and stops Penn State, maybe Penn State has an off shooting night. Northwestern has as good of a chance as anyone to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a slow-paced game also. Both these teams are really slow in terms of uh, adjusted tempo, according to Bartorvik. So, you might get a slow slug fest type of game. And in that scenario, Northwestern in a quasi home game in Chicago, Wildcats might be able to pull it off. You know, no offense to yeah. your guys producer, but I kind of like the Wildcats. <laughs> All right. So let's switch gears to the ACC because I think this one has a narrative kind of built into it. Duke and Miami squaring off Duke laying two and a half. And I think, you have to cling to whatever narrative you like best because right now Duke's playing incredible basketball for most of the season. It looks like they were overvalued, but do you dare fade teams that get hot down the stretch? Cause I think that's the question you ask yourself when playing this Duke game. I know. And that's the thing I've been trying to figure out. And, and you look at the line and it's, it's such an unappetizing number. you just, it just makes you feel really empty two and a half. You're kind of thinking like, all right, I really like Duke, and I really like Duke here, but why is it two and a half? Why is it so low? I know Miami's been playing well, but you said it. Duke's been, Duke's been hot. Duke's been hot since, like, February, start of February, mid-February. Their offense has been good. They they finally found their defense. They've just looked really good in a balanced team, the kind of team we expected them to be earlier on in the season. I, I would probably lay the, the two and a half here, honestly, but – you know, it's one of those lines you look at, you're like, what What does Vegas know? Who Who knows something here? Because I feel like Duke should be more, especially with how they've been playing. But in a tournament game, maybe it's one of those things where people are thinking anything can happen. Miami's been a scrappy team. They've looked good this season. They've looked better than Duke at some points. I'm, I'm, I think I'm still going to buy the Blue Devils. I'll buy Duke and, and lay the two and a half. 
All right, Ben, before we let you go, we just got a couple minutes here. Do you have any other game across the country that you really like today? Yeah, I mean, there's there's some good numbers. There's some some interesting plays. I've been looking a lot at the uh, at the Marquette-Yukon game, to be honest, in the Big East, because I think, for one, that's going to be an unbelievably really fun game between these two teams. UConn as a four seed is criminal, and I understand why they're the four seed, but they have been playing, in my opinion, as one of the best teams in the country over the last few few games for them. And it's really who have you been most impressed with between these two teams. I think UConn's like on a six-game streak, Marquette's on a seven-game streak. But I like UConn here. I'll, I'll lay the three-and-a-half or the four, whatever it is at this point. I think three-and-a-half. I'll take UConn. They've, they've, to me, been playing like the best team in the country. I know they can be inconsistent at times, but they've been dominant on the boards. Their shooting has been great. Their offense has been really good, and their defense is finally coming in. Uh, to full swing. So I know the inconsistency is there for UConn, but at three and a half, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take, in my opinion, the best team in the country right now, the way they're playing. I love that play. Going to be one of my favorite picks for tonight. Great stuff from Ben Wittenstein. He handles NBA social media and betting for stadium. Also covers college sports betting for the Believe Network. Ben, we appreciate the time. Great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good luck today. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.